And each month, we check in with the Detroit Free Press's Brian Manzulu for the latest on Michigan's craft beer and spirits industry. Over the past 10 years, it's become one of the bright spots in the state's economy. And as we look ahead to 2020, I spoke with Manzulo about what to expect, including a handful of bills that are making their way through Lansing that could drastically change how state brewers distribute their offerings. So there are a number of bills going through the Michigan legislature that were just introduced that are meant to kind of get rid of some of those uh, bureaucratic hurdles that craft breweries face, especially the ones that are starting out and self-distributing. So uh, the current law is that uh, craft breweries uh, can only distribute up to 1,000 barrels per year in state. Uh, that includes uh, that 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 includes delivering to beer stores, restaurants, tap rooms. So anytime the beer's on tap, uh, that that counts toward that limit, and so. Um, Michigan, I think what's significant here is that Michigan has the lowest uh, limit in terms of self-distribution compared to other Midwestern states. Uh, Wisconsin's, it's much higher, for example. And so I think what uh, craft breweries are doing here in Michigan is sort of kind of uh, coming together and trying to get a little bit more shelf space, a little bit more space on the taps. And and so the the, the big hurdle is going to be, um, you know, fight from wholesalers, uh, bigger beer companies and and distributors because of course this is competition in on the shelves on the taps and so basically what they're trying to do sm- the smaller craft breweries are doing is trying to just get a little bit more leeway in terms of how much they can self-distribute because otherwise they would have to sign with a distributor and that costs money that costs resources well let's get on to what we're looking ahead to in 2024 some of the small craft breweries uh, you know you've got five that you want people to really keep an eye on this year now let's start off with Eastern Market Brewing because they did again last year acquire Axel Brewing Company on Livernoy and Ferndale so they have some plans this year yeah so they're going to be opening Ferndale Project, which is going to take the place of that Livernore tap in Ferndale on uh, on, on Livernore Street. And that, and that should uh, launch in February. I think that's their plan. And so this is, of course, uh, exciting for anybody who's a big fan of Easter Market beers because, of course, they're going to have a lot more room to try new and different things with their beers. Of course, they're known for their, uh, their tardy beers or uh, New England IPAs, which are very, very good. But this is going to allow them to maybe explore a little bit more with stouts and lagers and things like that. And of of course, that's going to you know come right in time as as the weather starts to warm up. Well, hopefully here in Michigan, and uh, they got a really nice uh, outdoor area. Uh, as anybody who's been to Axel in the past knows, like that's a really cool area to spend some time in in the summertime and uh, have some drinks, see some food, play some games. So it's uh it's going to be interesting to see how they do in that spot. But uh, again, if you're a fan of Easter Market Brewing and Certainly, they've come out with very quality, very quality beers. Um, that that Ferndale project is going to be really interesting to watch, and it's going to be it's going to be a hit to begin, I think, and we'll see where it goes. Now, you also want people to keep an eye out for Ascension Brewing Company, who made a big splash at last year's Summer Beer Festival uh, with one of their stouts. Yeah, so that's the uh, Gorilla Juice Stout series that they came out with. They did a special Gorilla Juice release, which sold out pretty quickly, and it was pretty hard to find right after. They did a a uh, special release uh, for a reserve series Gorilla Juice online that sold out in less than a minute. I tried to buy it and I couldn't buy it. Like so there's a lot of hype around that beer from craft beer enthusiasts and it's a 16 to 18% beer. So it's it's extremely strong. It's stronger than wine, but it's uh, from everything I've tasted from beer festivals in the past year. They've really hit the mark in terms of a nice balance and uh really good variants. We're talking like peanut butter cookie and things like that. It's it's a very good sipping beer, uh, and I'm not surprised that it sold out so quickly. 
Now, Brian, one of the worst kept secrets in craft brewing in Michigan is definitely Old Nation's M43. Uh, when we did our craft beer contest last year, our listeners just absolutely love this beer. And Old Nation's got some stuff in the works for 2020 that people are really going to want to keep an eye out as well. Yeah. So like you said, everybody knows about Old Nation at this point. And uh, the reason why I consider that a top brewery to watch is some of the things that they're going to do that's beyond M43. Everybody knows about Boss Tweed, which is their double IPA version of M43, sort of, um, and it's it's a stronger version. But uh, they have a B43 now, which is a brute IPA, a very dry version, uh, a clear, not hazy version of M43 that's very good, and it, and it maintains the same strength. And I highly recommend that one. They've also done a Vienna Lager, which is very unique and and very tremendous crushable beer for those who like lagers. They have the new Pills, which is also very interesting, but also very tasty. You know, they're branching out past M43. I mean, obviously, the M43 is going to be their most popular beer, but it's uh, it's, it's really interesting to see the sorts of uh, beers that they've been coming out with. And, and they're high quality, which I think is like the most important thing. And certainly, if anybody is traveling through the Lansing area, um, I recommend stopping by their tap room in Williamston. It's, it's pretty nice in there, and uh, they have a nice atmosphere. We've got a lot of uh, passionate craft beer fans here in Michigan, hence why the industry is so big. What else should they be keeping their ear out for 2020, the industry? Yeah, so a beer that just came out from Bell's Brewery is the Lighthearted Ale, which is very interesting because it sort of speaks back to the uh, the trend that we've been seeing over the past year with people gravitating toward low-calorie, gluten-free, uh, the spike sparkling waters like White Claw. Bell's sort of released a version of Two-Hearted Ale that sort of caters to that audience in uh, Light-Hearted Ale. It's uh, 110 calories per 12-ounce serving. It's 3.7% uh, in strength, so it's actually weaker than Bud Light. But I still have yet to try it, but everything I have heard about this beer is it's exactly as advertised. It's a weaker version of Two-Hearted, only 9 carbs, uh, like I said, 110 calories. Compare that to Two-Hearted's 212 calories per 12-ounce serving, so it's basically half the half the weight in terms of uh, in terms of strength. It's one of those beers that, especially during the summertime, it might compete with the all-day IPAs of the world, a good session IPA, maybe something you could drink while you're mowing the lawn or out on the boat. I expect that to be a pretty popular beer this summer, and we're going to see a few more uh, breweries probably try to release some some more of those low-calorie options for folks uh, as they as they start to watch their weight, as they start to watch their carbs and things like that. That's a trend that I don't see ending anytime soon. He writes the Spirits of Detroit column for the Free Press. You can follow the latest news in the state's craft beer industry on Twitter at Spirits of DET. 